my god. Christoph's Porzingis meniscus. Oh yeah, meniscus, yeah. Yeah. Mother for the season. There's a fucking bunch of injuries, but like are we even gonna talk about I know, any? are we even gonna talk about basketball? <laughs> yeah, like I had a whole list of topics to talk about, like on the games that I watched and stuff before this, and then like kind of all that shit is thrown out the window. So, uh, did we talk about the games, or did we talk about all the shit that happened after? Uh, I don't even know. So, when was it? Was it Thursday or Friday all the games got postponed? It was, um, what, Monday, man? Damn, that long ago? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Friday today. All this shit happened three days ago. Nah, it had to have been Wednesday. Are you sure? Yeah, you what? said Friday three days ago is Wednesday, so, or two days. Oh, yeah, something like that. What are you talking about? <laughs> when all that stuff actually happened. Uh, yeah, like, when when Wednesday. did the Bucks and the, when did the Bucks? That was Wednesday. That was Wednesday, okay. Yeah. Um, so did the Bucks just like did they um were they trying to troll the magic or were they just like I don't know, it was just a last minute decision for them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, apparently like they decided on it right before tip off. Like there was dudes that were in there like warming up and stuff, and then like George Hill's inside the locker room and he's like pretty much like fuck this, I don't want to fucking play. And uh he said it was him first and then um Kyle Corver backed him and then Giannis backed him and after everybody after that everybody else was like fuck it. Oh yeah. <clears throat> um Yeah, I did hear that George Hill was kinda like the like it was it was already a rumor beforehand, right? Yeah, like uh, the Raptors were talking about or it. Or that's like, what it was. I think the Raptors were were mum- there was like mumbling about the Raptors doing it, and then yeah. the Bucks were actually the first one to do it. Um, but why but don't you explain s- what happened, Mike, for those who might not know? All right. So if uh, if you haven't been watching the news, or you're probably a smart person because that shit's nothing but a tragedy every single day. But there was an uh, unarmed man in Kenosha, Wisconsin, that uh, was breaking up a fight uh, between his girlfriend and somebody else. Um, the cops were called to the scene, um, and they got into an altercation, and he was walking towards his car. <clears throat> the cop shoots him in the back seven times from close range uh, with his kids in the car. And then, like, they cuff him. And I, I actually read today that they didn't take the cuffs off him until, like, he was in surgery, which is fucked up. But um, so this happened on what Wednesday or something? Tuesday or Wednesday? And uh, maybe Monday it actually happened. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was a few days on, before. Yeah, yeah, it happened on Monday, and like the players were upset about it. Like a lot of people were talking about, oh, you know, we don't we don't want to play. I think Fred Van, Fred Van Vliet was the first one to really comment on it and say like, oh, you know, why are we even playing? Like we feel. Uh, insignificant here while with all this going on and he was he was bringing up even like questioning if the Raptors were going to play <clears throat> and then George Hill and the rest of the Bucks because that's their home state were pretty much like all right well let's take this upon ourselves well if you remember do you remember a couple years ago when Chandel, the Bucks Chandel, 
the Shannon whole Shannon Brown thing, dude. I was yeah, yeah. So I watched the video. I watched the whole thing. What's this, I, Shannon I, I, Brown? Yeah, Shannon Brown. It was like when he first came to the Bucks, and he was like a he's a bench player, but still he's a Bucks player. So he parked his car uh, in a like handicapped spot at a Rite Aid at like two in the morning or something, <clears throat> and there's no other cars around or anything. You know, cops come. And, like, when he's walking back out to his car, they, like, straight start fucking with them. They're like, yo, you know, uh... Is this your who car? Who's, whose car yeah, is this? Yeah, I yeah, remember exactly. them saying that. Like, whose car is this? Is this your this car? It's a really nice car. car. Yeah. It was, like, a Jaguar yeah. or some shit. They got it. They pulled him out of the shit. They fucking searched everything. They did the whole knee on the back of the neck thing. Like, they, they fucked him up. They, I, I think one officer, like, punched him in the face or some shit. And the whole time, he's like, oh, y'all don't know who I am. Like, y'all don't know who I am. Blah, blah, blah. And, like... There's video of the cop being like, "Oh yeah, I think we fucked up. This is one of the uh, this is one of the Bucks players or some shit." <clears throat> so, I'm not even sure what happened with all that. I know he sued this the city, sued the officers, but I'm not sure what the outcome of it was. But like, Gu- I don't guaranteed the city settled and taxpayer paid for those. No, fucking- yeah, for sure. That's exactly <laughs> the cops are still working. Nothing fucking happened. Uh, I heard that mo- the the Bucks had like four like police officer hosting nights like after that shit happened to so it's fucking bullshit but so uh, all these players this upset about this thing like they they've been they've been talking and been making statements for this whole time you know black lives matter on the shirt black lives matter on the court uh talking about brianna taylor every fucking press conference like this shit means nothing like, they're pretty much like, yo, like, we're doing all this, and it still means nothing. People are still getting shot. So they decided to not play basketball. <clears throat> Started with the Bucks. Um, they were just going to forfeit the game and just let the Magic win. And the Magic were like, well, no, we're not going to accept that. We're just going to fucking protest, too. And then it kind of snowballed from there into every everyone, game. every game. And then baseball joined, WNBA MLS join uh, MLS like a uh, ton of leagues and ga- and not just a bunch sports of, like, football practices and stuff yeah like it's crazy everybody was in solidarity and still so, uh, 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 hockey NBA employees <laughs> yeah hockey fucking dickheads a <laughs> hundred NBA employees in New York uh, walked out of work today in solidarity that's crazy it's crazy how. <clears throat> the NBA and athletes are like the ones putting it all on the line for like what is shit like it's so weird that they're the ones leading the way in like the social uh, and, and everything conversation and COVID too like nobody was taking COVID seriously before Ruby Rudy Gobert exactly. <laughs> and then he he shut like the entire world down and then, like, no one was taking racism seriously before fucking the Milwaukee Bucks decided to not play a basketball game. Well, and now, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, no, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm. That's that's obvi- obviously hyperbole. Racism? But... What are you talking about? The Bucks are playing today. There is no racism. <laughs> Bro, this is like the fifth like major event against racism <laughs> of the at month. The, <laughs> at the same time, though, uh, on Monday, like they 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 um they brought all of wisconsin's government back in to vote on these um police reform bills that were that had been like pushed down for a long ass time really so it's like in in what like a week less than a week's time they actually made something happen with that well not only that like what the players intended was to put the pressure on the governors or owners or whatever like 
It's like we've been doing all this, but you guys are can't you guys? No one's making any real change, and everyone's reacting. So I think that's what the players did smartly, like right before the second round of the playoffs. Like they literally just like not blackmail, but you know they they were they were just like, all right, you want us to keep going? You want to yeah. make all this money? Like you guys got to do something uh, immediately and proactive and right away. There was uh, a strike, basically. Basically, exactly. Everyone was saying boycott, but, but it's I think a strike. That, that the true definition is a strike. The alt-right was the one yelling boycott. They were like, boycott the NBA for, you know... Yeah, those motherfuckers aren't even NBA fans, anyways. Yeah. Like, yeah, like hockey. That shit looks fun. Like, oh, you're, you're a basketball <laughs> fan? Name one thing. They're like, uh, the net? Basketball? The net. Yeah, the uh, they like, nah, and accidentally say the N word. <laughs> um, the thing that this showed me, it's like, this is going to show that all these fucking billionaires care more about money than even their own shitty ideals because it's like a lot of these owners are uh tr like trump supporters you know all these a lot of these owners like the the fertita family those are full-on trump people the fucking devils family owns the magic and betsy devils is the fucking the shitty uh education oh, yeah. director ever like i didn't know I'll, she owned them oh yeah the, the her family owns the magic yeah so yeah. A lot of these people are, have their fucking feet to the flames. Like, okay, you're going to have to, like, like outwardly defy everything that you've been putting your money towards right now. Because if you don't, then your product is going to be gone. So they're going to, a lot of them are like, all right, well, do I choose my money or do I choose, like, I guess I think, these ideals that I've been holding on to? I think the money was the same reason they voted for Trump. Because Trump true. is promising them, hey, you're going to keep more of your money. You're going to pay those taxes. I don't think it has anything to do with ideals. I think the owners, uh, they more than anything, they want status quo. They want nothing to change because they're on top. They're making money. You know, they're profiting every year. And a change, any change, threatens that. So... Yeah, I don't think this has anything to do with ideals. Uh, I mean, this is more towards your point that they're just voting with their dollar. And at this moment, uh, luckily, the the players have such a uh, like a way to get their voice out, their opinion, their and bargaining chip. They have a huge bargaining chip and basically held them up like this is going to cost you money. And you know, they didn't say it that way, but that's basically what happened. It felt, their bargaining chip is their fucking bodies. <laughs> the the that moment really hit me. Um, you know, in when when you see some, oh, and I've seen something. I mean, we've never seen anything exactly like this. But when you see gestures from other uh, sports organizations or anything like that, none of it has ever really moved me. It all just seems kind of like for show, mm -hmm. and. This was the first thing I've ever witnessed that really shook me to the core, where I really felt the teeter of society, even though this is this is just uh, entertainment. Um, there's like a lot of money at stake, you know, and uh, it's there's a lot of like, you know, the, the machine of entertainment, um, you know, from top to bottom, all like 
they threw their, you know, they put their foot down and it really just like clogged up all those gears stopped moving and it, it felt for a moment like, whoa, like, you know, like I, it, I guess I felt how fragile this whole system is. Society. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Once again, it's like society. Yeah, so many different turns. We've been shown how fragile our society is and like how easily things can be. Like for so many years, we've been like, oh, we've stuck with the status quo because people have told us it's too hard to change shit and you can't change things as fast. And then I saw someone today that was like, oh, if President Trump has showed us anything, it's that like it, things can change quick as fuck as motherfuckers will get their shit in gear if they have to yeah. like well, in a second. The, the thing <laughs> is, like, we're seeing the changes uh, seemingly like every week or, you know, sometimes every day. But this isn't from one moment or one action, one moment. This has been like a compounding effect from years and years of tension and buildup. Mm, and the, uh, the the drip of events that's just been nonstop, you know, like all the way back to Rodney King and before Rodney King, you know, all the way back to lynchings in, you know, the 60s and the 50s. And before that, you know, like this is all the same uh, it's the same fucking fight. From... The same issue from the foundation of the country. The same fracture that that's been going on since yeah, since America was founded, basically. I'm fucking excited about the fact that not even just people, people with amount with enough money and enough leverage are saying, "All right, like this is affecting us." These are people that come from these neighborhoods. Yeah, like these are people that. You know, these are their fucking sons and daughters that have to deal with this. So they're like, all right, you know, we have the power to do this. We've, we're finally going to do something. And even MJ, asked, he who famously talked his whole career about how he <clears throat> was going to keep himself out of that and just play basketball and just focus on his sport. And he didn't use his influence to, to speak out or anything like that. Even he's come around and he's fucking putting his ass in, man. He's he is. He's yeah, really, really fucking. Matter. Yep. He, he's definitely he's definitely like evolved as a person and like you could see it and honestly like when 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 i like not that i was like super familiar with mj's like you know persona in the public but i feel like after kobe's passing and when he gave that eulogy and he like really broke down on stage and was just like so vulnerable i feel like that's when mj was like uh-huh. like fuck, what have I been doing? I should have been, you know, like... A flip like, switched. Like, he... Yeah. I feel like it's the not the first time, but it's, it's like he learned something from Kobe, and it took, you know, something tragic happening for him to realize, like, damn, this whole time, Kobe, you know, like, I should be using my voice for, you know, change and positive stuff and just trying to leave the world better for the next generation, which is what everyone should be doing. Mm-hmm. But Paying some forward. Some motherfuckers want $200 billion, apparently. The thing, I don't understand why and, like, how the owners haven't got behind this a long time ago is the fact that, like, all of their product comes from these neighborhoods. Like, everybody, their league is 80% black, and, like, all none of these kids are coming from affluent neighborhoods. No, if you're if you want a better product, if you want your products to grow, if you want the best thing, then why aren't you putting money into the into the place where this is coming from? Like, if you're a fucking scout, then start scouting kids when they're in elementary school. 
you know <laughs> BFM Gaylor mm. don't, don't do that <laughs> we know you're listening don't do that scouts <laughs> but no don't start scouting start putting money into these elementary schools so that your product is more well rounded you know you're not you can get fucking a thousand kids that are good at sports and are smart instead of like the 20 kids that make it out yeah. it's it's there needs to be like a, a a more a deeper farm system for nba because I, I don't know actually i feel like it's it's pretty deep with aau and all that stuff but i don't know i don't have answers but yeah um i don't think anybody has the answers now that's why everything's so fucked as it is right now people are just pretty much throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks let's see so it's an exciting time to live but unfortunately that's like a bad thing it's it's like a it's a chinese curse it's uh may you live in an interesting time it's just scary monkey's paw paw shit a, a couple of days ago, I legitimately thought that there might not be an NBA anymore. I was like, okay, the, all yeah. the teams are choosing to strike. That means they're going to fucking rip up the CBA. That means if this much profit is lost this year for the CBA, then next year they're not going to have enough money to play off, yeah. pay all these star players. Like, this could legitimately be the end of the fucking NBA. Mm. Like, that's it a, went from. <clears throat> Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say that's the same moment that I had when I was talking about it earlier about how how uh, fragile everything is. I had that same thought of like, yeah. it's, it, it could all crumble. We could never, I mean, it's silly to like pimp, like uh, for never seeing an NBA game to be the scary thought, but it is a scary thought because that's like comfort, you know, normal. It's a little thing to look forward to. It's like a sign of the, uh, uh, of the life we've been living, you know, of mm-hmm. America and, and yeah, sports, it, it was a scary sports thought. Sports are the reward of a functioning society. Totally. Yeah, <clears throat> that's true, man. I never really thought about that. It's a cherry on top. It's the whipped cream. Like I went from, uh, I had all these notes about fucking Paul George and about all the <laughs> nicknames I read it made for, uh, Oh my God. Uh, and then, Bro, all yeah. that shit out the fucking window. Now we're talking about the NBA might not even ever happen again. <laughs> like, what the yeah. fuck, man? I was so ready to talk about, like, the Lakers stomping on, on the Blazers oh, on Wednesday man. until all that stuff went down. You even talk about the Damian Lillard's out? Well, that's old news now. <laughs> Damian Lillard having yeah. a knee injury is, like, old-ass news. That's, yeah. that's four news cycles ago. <laughs> um, I guess no that's... One even- that's what we we have to talk about it, right? It's kind of our job. It's what we get paid to do. Talk about Wait, the you guys are getting dignity of NBA. I said Fonz only getting paid here. Fonz, you're you're getting back in points. You know, once <laughs> all costs are paid, Abe promised me stock options. You'll get your <laughs> you get your options. piece of the pie. The options are yeah, we don't have shit. <laughs> uh, Mike, but yeah, the. The Paul George nicknames uh, I saw today yes, on uh, on uh, on Basketball Reference that they added Pandemic P to his yeah. official. <laughs> I don't even think that was like 
best one. Like they should have added fucking pre cum pee or fucking uh pull out pee or um Payoff P was one of my was one of my top favorites. Like they could have added a lot of other Payoff P <laughs> G League George. <laughs> Damn. I think Payoff P is the best. Yeah. Oh yeah. So oh I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Um sorry, I'm like reading through Reddit posts right now. Um so did you guys hear details about the like player meeting they had and LeBron leaving mad and like what any, anything like that? I'm reading here that uh, LeBron I, I was frustrated it. with Hill and the Bucks because they didn't have a plan in action. And so there's a there's a lot of weird stuff coming out. Like this reporting that's coming out, all these meetings and stuff is very flawed. Because I've heard like I've, I've heard like a lot of players be like, "Dude, like, who's giving who's giving this fucking news?" But this shit's that's flawed. true. Well, so, it that uh, if that it's not coming after, from champs, then we don't need it. That came out after um, that accusation about the reports came out after the story about Pat Bev telling. Um, oh yeah, what's her name? Michelle Roberts. I'm not exactly sure what she. Who she is. She, uh, she, she works for the players. She works for the players' association. She's oh, like okay. uh, a league head of the players' association or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the story was that he told her. That he pays for her salary, and uh, and then afterwards, that was that was what was reported. Then afterwards, someone, other bunch of people came back and said, "Yeah, that never happened. Yeah, that, that was never, never happened." But, but they, that is they had of, some kind of they had so, some kind of uh, uh, you know, I guess they were not I, altercation, I, I, but yeah, that's a, a, a kerfuffle. They were chirping at each other. <laughs> yeah, they were chirping at each other. But they so I think I think uh, so for one thing that probably is technically true. I'm pretty I know. sure that all the, oh. all the players player association reps are paid from uh, from the their uh, like union. congregation. Yeah, union. like any union. Yeah. So um, and I'm I what I figure is like something of that nature came out of Pat Bev's mouth. In yeah. the midst of a heated conversation, but it wasn't those words exactly. Yeah, because when they questioned him about it, he was like, "We had, uh, you know, we had, <laughs> we, had a, a we had an interesting <laughs> discussion." I think is is the phrase he used, but we worked it out. He didn't deny it, so I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, Zubox was just uh, covering covering for Pat Bev, and but who knows? Who knows what's what's really yeah going on down but, there? So I saw a tweet, it was, or I forget where I saw it, but you guys probably know what I'm talking about. When I was like, "Oh, the NBA, the 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 players' association is like a family. Like any family, you're gonna have you know yeah. conflicts. People are gonna butt heads. People are gonna you know. But at the end of the day, you're all going for the same goal. So and you're I you're gonna beat the shit out of your little brother every once in a while. Yeah, and like the you know, still they've. In, they've accomplished more in that one little meeting than motherfucking Congress has in fucking yeah, four know, years. Man. It's just it's, like, come on, man. It's because they told these motherfuckers, get your shit together or you're going to lose uh, $5 billion. They're like, huh? Uh, Trump never promised us $5 billion. We better uh, get our shit together. 
And it's amazing how fast things can change if a uh, motherfucker's money is threatened. Been saying that forever. Capitalists it hurts. Only, yeah, capitalists only care about capital, man. Well, let's uh, let's wait to see the change first before we start. You know, I, I agree. Call, calling it because they know, could be one. they could they could easily uh, bring it to a vote and then it just doesn't. What, <laughs> you know what I thought the players were doing when after they you know they reconvened and they decided to continue the playoffs, I thought they were doing that to set everybody up and then pull the rug out from under them again and be like, nope, we're not playing. Psych. They, they <laughs> like, could. We're making another. Gotcha, we're making another statement. I mean, it's still on the table. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're playing. Playing with your motherfucking emotions. Because, <laughs> uh, trick, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like, LeBron still doesn't seem happy. He still doesn't seem satisfied. He didn't walk out of that meeting satisfied. Uh, from all accounts, he didn't say a single word at the next meeting. He just, like, he just agreed to stay and agree to play again because that's what everybody else wanted. So a lot of those people still aren't satisfied with what's going on. So I don't think this is going to be the last thing we see. Oh, no, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, yeah, it's not like racism solved. Dude. <laughs> it's quite the opposite. Race is getting... They're Empowered. Feeling com- they're feeling comfortable out there, yeah. yeah. It's getting normalized. <sighs> Ridiculous. Um... Do racists care about capital? Capital. Yeah, I mean capitalism. Money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, they care. But are they smart enough to see the connection between their actions and the results? It's another question. That, Some I'll, of them are. They're definitely are. Let's not paint the picture that racists are. Uh, all well, there's there's Some different of- there's there's the there's a different kind of racist. There's the there's the Bezos family kind of or the Devos family kind of racist, and there's the Kyle Rittenberger kind of racist. So the Devos family, they're they're racist assholes. But as soon as their fucking money's threatened, then they're gonna be like, all right, all right, all right, all right, we give in. The Kyle right, Rittenberger, here's your healthcare. Yeah, here's your fucking Jeez. here's, here's your, your human uh, equal mind. opportunity. Jeez. But your Kyle Rittenbergers, you think that if his money is threatened, I don't think he was real. I think he's from Antioch, Illinois. That's not the richest place I in mean, the world. I mean, 17-year-old kid? <laughs> yeah, 17-year-old kid, dude, he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. He got, he not, is a... I'm not trying to... I'm, okay, not even, not even him. All the other motherfuckers that were at that thing with him. Sure. You think those just... people are going to care about their capital as much as uh, the, the devil's family to change anything? But no, I was gonna say that that Kyle kid, man, he he's like fuck him and like all that. But like seventeen year old kid, victim of all those fucking old yeah. heads around him that are like Absolutely. poisoning. Like, uh, what was it? It's like everyone, or there used to be a saying, or or it was common to hear like, oh, racism will die out with the old people. But now we got fucking fifteen, sixteen, seventeen yeah. year old kids being the ones. Being the ones that are acting on the on the racism and the hatred and all that shit, and it's old heads. We're coming for you. Hey, COVID was supposed to be boomer remover. It's not. <laughs> what are you saying? Yeah. And this we have we enough. And this has been a good episode. Uh, <laughs> is that the music right here? 
so um, where do you guys think basketball goes from here? We're supposed to have some games. They've been practicing. We're supposed to have some games on Saturday. It's going to yeah. feel weird to... Yeah, uh, I'm saying, like, after, even them, them playing is probably going to feel weird. With all this tension, I wonder what kind of play we're going to see out of them. And it's like, it's it's so hard to go back to, like, uh, yeah, just our, like, normal mundane life after we have such a, like, you know, earth-shaking uh, event you, like this. Could you guys, like, imagine they weren't in a bubble and they were playing in stadiums and there's fucking seven games in Utah and everyone's wearing Black Lives Matter and, like, like could could the fans not being around actually be beneficial right now that like it's making it a little easier for the players to like have the courage to cuz you know doing all that is one thing yeah. but like doing it in the in a stadium in front of 20,000 people where you know people you know Utah you and shit. you know Utah like <laughs> Going from just hating you as a player and what you represent, you know, as a player and, t- and opponent. Like, like would, to, they put that, would they put that Black Lives Matter on the court for the Jazz, on the Jazz's home court? I mean, they mm-hmm. would, but... So that, that actually brings up an interesting point that I was uh, thinking about earlier today. Uh, like, there's a lot of teams that aren't in the bubble right now that are kind of just sitting back on the sidelines and watching all of this shit happen and just having to like having no say in all of this having nothing they're That's just like very true <laughs> like when 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 all this shit came up for them uh for them boycotting and ripping up the cba and all that there's fucking 14 other teams that are sitting there like hold up, hold what? up. you're about to about to rip up the cba like whoa we don't even we're not in on this meeting we have nothing to do with any of this like what the fuck's going it's on? It's like, yo, I've been playing Call of Duty for six weeks. What? <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> what's going? <on? laughs> it's like, yo, I guess I'm I'm streaming on Twitch forever now. <laughs> like, that's it. This is my life now. That's very true, though. Like all the 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 free agents that are coming up next year, like these ratings directly affect the contracts they're gonna get next year for oh, yeah. television and like. It's it's gonna be interesting, like as it has been all year for fuck. If interesting is the right word to use, but you know what's gonna happen next year when contract when like new contracts need to be written and signed and like yeah, it's gonna be. Jay McCollum is very uh very vocal about all of that stuff with everybody. That's like his the point that he tries to bring up a lot. Like oh, what is this gonna do to CBA? What is this gonna do to CBA? Uh, I read a post earlier that was saying that um, next, like the players that have supermax contracts, uh, depending on what happens to the CBA, they might not make that much money compared to like a person like Kevin Durant, whose money is just like a high. It's all guaranteed, but it's a high amount because the supermax contracts are all based on percentage. Mm-hmm. It's like thirty-five percent of the of the of the cap plus you know eight percent every year or something like that. Mm. So if the cap goes down, that supermax contract becomes not that valuable compared to one that's not. So uh, this this whole thing, and as 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 bold of a thing as it was, and as much as I commend them for doing it, like a lot of people, no one on the Bucks thought about the implications of what they were doing beyond 
you know, just taking a stand and making a statement. But that's, that, I think that was their intention. They're, they're, that's, they're sacrificing no, on no, the big stage. They actually said, no, their intention wasn't to do that. They said their intention was just to forfeit that game and just have it be that. And no, then I know. When it's, but uh, what I mean is, like, they were willing to sacrifice the game, and they weren't intending for the rest of the dominoes to fall, but they were ready to sacrifice. And then, you know, the dominoes fell, and they ended up sacrificing more than they intended to. But that's kind of what protests are. Like, I'm here to sacrifice something, whether it be time, money, uh you know, friend, you know, followers, friends, whatever. whatever it may be. Like it's, I'm gonna, I'm here to make it uncomfortable for everyone, so that we actually do something for these issues. So, hey, shout out to, shout out to uh, Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> Yo, yeah, did you see that? Fuck. Yeah, Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> did you see that, Abe? Yeah, I did. The fuck you, Karen. Yeah, I love, <laughs> I love Jim Gaffigan, and yeah. he's motherfucking translucent whiter than white fucking oh, yeah. irish he's, he's, catholic. He, he does a lot of his touring in the south and states like that so he's been a uh, purposely clean and purposely apolitical his entire career like just this is uh pretty much the only time jim gaffin's ever gone off on trump and racism on the internet one of the first times i've ever heard him swear <laughs> yeah i don't think i've ever heard him swear Maybe on a podcast, but um, it's, I don't know. And I made the mistake of going down the comments. Oh, like, God. No, never. I, did, I did the yeah, same on uh, Pal's tweet where he was, like, proud of my brother's, you know, support, whatever. He, he sent a tweet in support and, like, the responses, many of them in Spanish, you know, from, like, Spaniards and stuff. Oof. People are dumb. The comment People sections are... are like, they've every comment section of everything makes you lose faith in the world, man. Oh, that's, God, it's I so think bad. that's where cancer and AIDS originate from, is from Twitter comment comments sections. and shit. YouTube, because they're not just Twitter, it's YouTube, it's Instagram, it's any big Everywhere. comment section. And mm. it's going to be fucking though, gross. I don't feel, even though, like, let's say half the comments are just fucking garbage like that, I don't feel like it's, like, half the population. But a person with that kind of opinion is stupider, bolder, more confident for the wrong reasons, and uh, more willing to put their, your, you know, their foot in their mouth. Who, who's to say, who, how, how can Hopefully. we prove that? This is, this is the only way that I can, like, I, I, I can't even. Reality. It's like, I have I, to tell I, myself this. This I isn't the majority. I with you. You're in the I, majority. I, there's a, there's a lot I, of comments. Compassion, compassion. What I think, what I think, uh, I constantly, I'm like, okay, Russia did this in 16. Who? Why wouldn't they do this again this year? Like, for sure, Russia is in there with bots. Like, how many of those comments and, like... Oh. Dude, uh, Russia, Russia has been on a fucking gnarly ass campaign. What, what did it? What, what, what the fucking was the hashtag called? It was like, um, I can't remember what the hashtag was, but it was like a whole ass campaign of fake black accounts that were switching from Democratic to Republican, and just mad fake black people were like the name. Like, literally, you're saying Kanye West is a Russian plant. Kanye West is probably, uh, he's probably. Uh, like hoarding the Russian plants, or like getting them, uh, getting them together. 
But Kanye is smoking Russian plants. <laughs> and that's why that motherfucker's going crazy. But dude, for sure, looks like Sun Russia is out. putting a ton of money into uh like driving a nail between the right. left and the right of America. Oh, yeah. like, sure. Like it was literally proven in yeah. 2016 how they were like fake accounts were were starting you know uh, like what was it it was like Muslim uh, like vigils and shit during the shootings a few years back and then the fucking bots would plan a a white supremacy uh, rally right across the street like what like fucking so that they can be, there can be conflict and, and just Dude, they've been they've been doing this since the 60s in the 60s they used to send fucking um like fake letters uh to white neighborhoods from civil rights leaders like oh we're gonna take over your neighborhood and like they used to like send mail to fake mail to fucking different places to start shit like this is been going on it's like yo you guys were you guys banned muslims and shit from coming it's like why haven't you banned russians and like completely like because because the fucking uh president's wife is a fucking russian plant dude what do you mean (laughs) you think she's actually putin just cross-dressing look you uh, oh shit and no but i think uh when you're that russian uh you're you're very loyal to dick Uh, bigger, bigger than Trump's. Yeah, that's easy. <laughs> that was that was low hanging fruit. Right I, I think, I think, I think when you're when you're she that Russian, that you're very loyal to your fucking your country. Like, there's people that who are, knows, uh, who knows, because they yeah. got a lot of dissenters over there getting fucking poison tea and stuff. You know, disappearing, uh, dying via window fall. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, so, dude. I don't know. Everything's pretty. They're pretty yeah. destabilized. It looks pretty it. bad right now, but you know what I thought you were going to say, Fonz, earlier? Um, I thought this is where you were going about, where uh, I, I forgot what you were saying, but I, what I thought you were going to say was that this reminds you of, of like, the 60s. I mean, you brought up the 60s, but, like, uh, you know, 1968, just, like, racial tensions, the Cold War. Like, this is, like, all of that all over again. The so, Cold War never ended. Let's, uh, no, but at least it, it was alleviated for a little while. So let's, uh, and, you know, I, Dude, that, that thought gives me us. a little, a little hope, you know, yeah. that, uh, this is just a tough wave that we could get through and there's light at the end of the tunnel. You see the, the new Call of Duty <laughs> has Ronald Reagan in it. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a tweet. It's like, this motherfucker's <laughs> going to have us dropping into black neighborhoods. <laughs> Dropping off dope and black. Yeah. I mean, if if you're really getting into the CIA during Ronald Reagan, that's what you're fucking doing. Straight up. If you if Call if Call of Duty's gonna be real <laughs> to the time, the other then you're, gonna, then you're gonna be selling crack to Rick Ross. The other not even selling giving that shit to him. Press F to sell missiles to Iran. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus man. Uh, so so many negatives i feel like it's kind of disheartening like is there what's on the horizon that's positive like how can where, where's the silver lining in all this like the silver is lining it, is a change yeah change is uncomfortable right and that's what we're feeling is the uncomfortable the uncomfortableness and we just gotta i think we gotta settle into it and accept it like we are gonna be uncomfortable for a bit and like something good's gonna come of it or not but I think it's worth it. I agree. I think it's worth it. 
whatever yeah. it is. Let's strap in for the ride. Because that, uh, because the whole the whole shit that's been going on ain't fucking ain't it. Yeah. But I'm well, proud of uh, I'm proud of our younger generation. I'm proud of our NBA players. I'm proud of uh, I'm proud of everyone that's just not a shithead racist for trying to get their shit together. All fifteen of us. <laughs> I'm proud of yeah. us. Everyone that's not in the comment section, you're doing a good job. <laughs> yeah. Um, seriously, though, every fucking time something like this happens, I'm reminded how why I love the, like another reason that has nothing to do with entertainment. Why the NBA is my favorite league and, mm-hmm. and why I support it more than any other sport. It's like. I don't f- like. Yeah, I'll watch those other sports, but I fuck with the NBA like with yeah. all my heart. Like On if the NBA level. was like, all right, NBA fans, we're going, we're hitting the streets. I'd be like, all right, fuck <laughs> it. we're out, yeah, we're tough. doing this, this because we're on the fucking forefront. Like all these other uh, sports, they'll they'll follow suit. You know, everyone else, like, oh yeah, we'll we'll protest too. We won't, but no, the NBA is the one that's always been on the forefront of everything. I also read that uh, the NBA was the first to recognize their players' union too. After like, I think that was what, the first NBA strike that ever happened, or something. Like they threatened to strike. It was at an All Star game, yeah. Right. And uh, so they gave them the uh, players' union. So and then again. When they every other sport, oh well, look at the NBA. Let's let's be progressive too. After all, the other players were like, "Oh fuck, they got a union." What? Baseball players first. They were like, "What the fuck? They gave them a union." All right. So NBA has been the forefront since the '60s on everything. Yeah, yeah, they've been on the cutting edge uh, on a lot of issues. They've had they've had a lot on their plate, you know. Like also like. Uh, uh, you know, Magic, Magic Johnson's AIDS situation in in the nineties, like that's yeah. that's they a crazy us, thing for an organization to have to deal with. And they let us ask him back and play, man, with all the uncertainty about AIDS back then, too. Yeah, fucking, and dude, uh, what what was the old commissioner's name? I forget, how did I forget? David Stern. David Stern. David Stern. Uh, fucking went up and hugged them, like. They didn't at that time. Some people believed it was from sweat, from touch, from breathing. Mm-hmm. They didn't know it'd be like hugging someone with COVID and just being like, "Look, I got your back, regardless." And man, I just love the NBA. I agree. Yeah. Damn. Well, big big difference from hugging someone with COVID because that's known to be transmitted through breath. Yeah, but you know what I mean, like the uncertainty. <laughs> you got COVID I, breath, bro. <laughs> I, I, I know what you mean. I know what you, you know mean. what I mean. Like he put his <laughs> ass on the line. Um, but I don't know if if you, do you, I was gonna su- suggest you know maybe talk about a little bit of positive stuff. That, you know. Um. Wait. Actually, let's start it off. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull my book out of all this shit I had to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Go oh. find your book. So, so something silly. positive. Uh, Jason Kidd wants. It's the 76ers coaching job. <laughs> we said something positive, Fonz. It's positive because I mean he's trying to leave LA. Oh, as a good. as a Bucks fan, I'ma just tell you. <laughs> y'all don't want to do that. I can actually I don't know anything for the Sixers would be better than what the fuck they're doing. Honestly, right like I don't I don't have I don't remember uh kid as a coach. 
I just remember what like the, he wasn't good. The storylines like, oh, you had a, a young Giannis and you couldn't get, you know. Wow, so. I have a lot of I have a lot of stuff on here. Do you guys want to? Yeah. Oh, here's the funniest. Uh, Ernie, did you guys were were you guys watching uh, Inside the NBA when Ernie Johnson said fucking uh, bitch ass white boy mm. on air? Oh, so yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. Was know it they Montrez like, or? So Montrez, they were they were talking about it, and Ernie was like, "Well, he's like, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I guess at this hour, uh, the kitties are off sleep." He's like, when Montrez said, "Bitch ass white," he said just like that. He said, "Bitch ass white boy." I was like, "Oh shit!" I just got to hear Ernie Johnson say some real shit. Yeah, that was, that was a cool thing that happened. <laughs> Man, never have I heard such an elegant voice. Yeah, so, it was so nasty. I, I want to get that soundbite. <laughs> we should. Oh, we gotta get it. You guys no, think would, Ernie's a freak in the sheets or what? Yeah, dude, Are you kidding me? You hear? Do you hear his voice? Yes. You got that porn star deep throw twenty dollars. Oh, uh, actually, so um, <laughs> let's let's get an injury today with Fonz because there's a lot of them. Actually, I got it. I actually don't have any injuries. The only one I know for sure is the Porzingis uh, meniscus tear. That motherfucker's out for the season, which is a humongous blow to the Mavs. They were looking great, but uh, they're not going to be able to pull anything off without KP. Um, Who else? Um, Dame's finger and uh, Dame's knee. So Dame dislocated a finger, and he... What did they say his knee was? It was like a lateral swelling. Oh, the sprain. sprain. So he was going to be out anyway. So that was already a wrap for Portland. Um, Did they all go home? No. I just I just remember seeing Dame on a plane with his kid, and then I saw some. I saw uh, a few Portland, or it was Nurkic. Like having dinner with a bunch of other, I don't know. It might have no, been no. no, no, no. You're thinking of all the all the like uh, Eastern European players from the oh, NBA yeah. got together and had dinner. Oh, but that's are, still at the bubble. Oh, okay. They so are about to let their families in though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Families uh, and or hoochies. And or hoochies, yes. Um, Kyle Lowry has a bad ankle sprain. Uh, I'm not sure if he's gonna play for the rest of this or for the for the next series coming up. Uh, who else? Fucking um, there was someone else I had to, I completely forgot about. Yeah, that's injuries today with uh, Mike. I guess that that's all we got. No, there's a lot. Of, I got the whole playoff P thing. I got no, Giannis. I injuries. Injuries. No, um, Aaron Gordon went home already because he uh, he's not going to play the last game because he had a knee injury. So he decides to just dip. Like I, need, I don't know. I like Aaron Gordon. I I feel like he has potential, but like, what is he really like? He ain't no Zach Levine. He is he a second option? Third? Like I don't, I don't even know if he's a second option. I feel like he might be a third option. Like he like you need to get two superstars with him in order for like I don't know. Civic and Evan Fournier. Does that yeah. team have a? Does that team have a card? Uh, yeah, DJ Augustine. Duh. Oh, Do they have man. a real guard? <laughs> NBA uh, legend. Yeah. DJ NBA legend. Uh, old man Augustine. 
DJ Augustine has to be like 38. Though. He's been in the league forever. He really has been. I didn't even know he was on a team until he fucking dropped like 15 assists against the Bucks that game. I'm like, what? Who? All right. DJ Augustine. Um, oh, yeah. Fultz. They have Markel Fultz. I forgot. Oh, yeah. They do have broke ass Markel Fultz. Who is uh, healthy now, but he's still not good. Like, there's nothing wrong with his shoulder. He just sucks. So I think the Sixers did a good job not keeping him. Wait, keeping who? Markel Fultz. Oh, yeah. I mean, Markel Fultz, I feel like he was trending in the right direction. It's just being on the Magic. You can't. The Magic is just a forever bad team. It's because of the fucking uh, the Devils family, bro. It's a shitty management. Yeah. Definitely uh, that bitch. Sorry. Giannis won Defensive Player of the Year. He's the As only. He should. Yes, he's the only player to ever win MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, and uh, Most Improved. I really thought. It's good for him. I really thought AD was gonna get it, or I don't know. I just feel like AD Giannis... would have share it with Javale. Yeah, like <laughs> I feel like the the Lakers. <laughs> as a team, are a better defensive team, but I feel like Giannis definitely was, yep. like, a bigger defensive force. Mm. He holds it down for them. Lakers are a better defensive team, like, together, but then Giannis has to do a lot of that shit by himself, so you're like, alright. What's up with the Bucks? Do they not have, like, is everyone else not a really good defensive player? Like, uh, no. Brooke Lopez is one of the best defenders in the league. Um, a lot of their bench players are, like, pure defenders. They're, they're fine, man. They have I think they're one of the highest-rated defensive teams in the league, actually. Mm, interesting. Hey, Just, are yeah. are there any more tortured teams in the bubble right now than than the Blazers and the the Magic? Like they're both one loss, one almost guaranteed loss away. More tortured the team. Hey, the yeah, Magic like a knife to their the throat. Magic could have had a win, but they uh, they decided not to take it. <laughs> A more tortured team would be all the correspondents that are stuck in the the little hotel with no AC. <laughs> um, uh, oh, we didn't talk about Masai and the whole San Francisco police situation, which you know is kind of involved in all this shit. San Francisco? I'm pretty sure it was in Toronto. No, no, it happened in San Fran. It was during a Warriors home were game. Were they? Oh, really? They were in Oracle when they won. You're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, dude. F- that cop, man. The video came out. I don't know. Did we talk about it last time? The video came no, out. Exactly what Masai said. Like I was reaching for my badge. He shoved me twice. Got really aggressive. And like it's like, yo, I'm I'm literally the president of a basketball like basketball no you're not you're fucking no you're not and like his his their statement their statement was it's just so and like it's a lot of the reason why all this shit is going on like if he wasn't president of operations if he didn't have millions and millions of dollars and like friends in high places where would he be he'd probably be locked up for assaulting an officer and like that's the issue it's just like Dude, this Police fucking... have no repercussions to their fucking murdering and power tripping. 
So for one, they fucking uh, doubled down on on that shit even after the video came out. Yeah, it's like, it's like bro, the video's out. <laughs> it's right. We can look at this video right here and see the exact opposite of what you're saying. They're like, nope, nope. What? We stand all, by it, our all it would all it would take from them is a simple "my bad." Yeah, and we it would we, take so much of this negativity. You know, a simple "we don't fuck with that nigga." <laughs> That's it. For reals, what's what's so <laughs> funny is like it. it boils down to that it's just like w- just say sorry like you <laughs> fucked yeah. up like and they're up. just Fuck no, so stubborn because it's like a matter it's it's a matter of fucking honor for them and it's just like mm-hmm. dude, you're a you're being a dick and you know, there's no call for it like it's really quite simple so um i think uh masai suing sfpd which is cool but that's just money coming out of taxpayers. I mean, shit. Again, dude, yeah. Fuck. I, I think I saw a, a few places uh, make it so that if if um, police officer go to court and they settle, it comes out of their pension. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, yeah. all right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do your thing, bro. But guess what? <laughs> you ain't retiring. We're not putting the bill. Yeah. As fuck, man. We never should have been. Shit's so fucked. Man, uh, we didn't get to talk about Lucas' game winner. Oh, one of the <laughs> best fucking games I've ever seen. And Luca really, really, really had, did something magical. <laughs> he that put game. the team on his back. Dude, no joke. That's an understatement. Fucking 40-plus point triple-double. He Remember, like... The day before, LeBron, like, broke a record. It was like, oh, first player to ever have uh, 25, 15, and 15 in a playoff uh-huh. game. And then Luca the next day Luca's hold my beer. 40, 17 rebounds, and 13 assists. Like, <laughs> but, like, no, you know, no mention of that because he didn't have 15. But this motherfucker literally just did what LeBron did, but 15 more points in the game and the game winner and was, like, all over the place with defense, like, he did not want to lose that fucking. And he and he had a fucking bum ass ankle. That Morris fucking asshole was trying to step on and shit. God, I don't think I Morris. That. I don't think Morris did that on purpose. Yes, he. I don't did. think he did. It didn't. He, last, I I was watching it when it happened. It didn't look like it was on purpose. The way I know is like, look at his natural stride. Like he wasn't step- even. He wasn't even looking at it. He just stepped. I know. Look at his natural stride before. And then the actual step where it's like a shorter stride. Like he for sure, dude, like you have kids, man. Just watch kids and see how they. Oh, I didn't. I didn't do it. Like that's what his his dumbass is. Like Morris has the body of a fucking big ass, you know, strong man, but has the fucking I don't even know the word I'm looking for. It has a like temperament. Yeah, temperament of a fucking ten year old that isn't getting what he wants. Who knows and, what his true intention were? Dude, Luca was busting his ass. And I love it. Um what Lakers, we got here? We're gonna talk about the Lakers. Uh last I'm episode. Me and Abe were pretty worried about playing the Portland, and you know they came out and won Game One, and I was even more nervous. I thought I honestly thought I was like, "Damn, 
the beginning of the sweep. I was so ready to throw in the towel, and then the Lakers came back and just fucking eviscerated them. The Man, next y'all some y'all some weak ass fans. Uh. <laughs> you ready to throw in the no. towel? I, I was I didn't think the fuck? We were gonna well, who get says that. Uh, but, I didn't uh, think the Bucks were going to get swept. I, after what I was worried about it was like a seven-game series. <laughs> you know, more chances of getting tired, more chances for. Oh, yeah, that, Bonds, you know, a, Bonds a fucking Clippers fan. In I'm disguise. exaggerating. Yeah, I just like put on a Suns hat, like <laughs> in the middle of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> the Blazers got picked apart. Yeah, yeah the Blazers—they like. Oh, uh, was I going to add? A ton of confidence that the Lakers I had notes about that. adjusted. And literally enforce their will on Portland the next two or three games the, or whatever the fuck. And on Portland's end, they had just played all those uh, uh, basically so. do or do or die games. You know, whatever it was in the bubble, they had to win every game. And uh, Dame then had, fucking help, dude. They could have if Dame just got some damn help. Hassan Whiteside was is fucking lazy, dude. I remember trying. He, I, I, I was trying to, I defended him early. I was like, he might come to Portland and do something good because him I, and Dame are I friends. defended him too. I, I was a fan of him in, in Miami because he had all those monsters like 2020 games. Mm-hmm. But and then like when because... his numbers dipped, I, I made the mistake of blaming the Miami Heat and saying like, oh, they must be doing something wrong by him. Dude leaves. Miami Heat is like one of the best teams in the East, and everyone's mm-hmm. having so much fun. And mm-hmm. like all the players on from that team are just saying like this group of guys, this and that. So I'm starting to think that Whiteside is just a problem. You could could you imagine what would have happened if Jimmy Butler and Hassan Whiteside played together? He would have fucked him up, dude. Like fucking trotting down the court and shit, and like setting a, a fucking a screen that like doesn't even touch anyone, and just like I just remember. Like, Penguin walk into the fucking. I just remember that that uh, what was it? It was like Jimmy Butler was voted best lover by the prostitutes in the Olympics <laughs> from 2012 or whatever. You remember? You remember that uh, that All Star game that Jimmy Butler sat out of because he was fucked. He was fucking hungover and shit. Yeah, yeah. That full parties, dog. And that I think that uh, year was in Miami. The All Star game was in Miami. <laughs> that might be the reason why this fool wanted so badly to go to Miami to play. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I really like Jimmy Butler. I do he, like Jimmy too. He sh- fucking He would have whooped Hassan. He would have whooped Hassan Whiteside's shut, ass. He shut TJ Warren down. Like legit. Sun- all the trash talk. Him. He all the trash talk, like he backed it up. And it's just like, oh, what was up with you and TJ Warren? He's he's mad. Cause I can guard him and he can't guard me. And he fucking backed it up because before the matchup with Miami, TJ Warren was averaging like 36 points a game. And like the few games he had against Butler was he was being held to like under 20 every time. It was like 12, 15 shooting horribly. So shit, man, numbers don't lie. Uh, When you uh, take your son out to play basketball and you like really want to show him what's good, that's usually what happens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, they got swept, bro. Pacers, yeah, like, yeah. A couple. What? What other teams got swept? Then a couple teams got swept. Sixers got swept. Uh, Pacers got swept, and someone else got swept. 
Man, so much for the process. It was literally one year, and Kawhi Leonard was just like, yeah, sorry about all the building you've done in the last 12 years, but I'm about to take this chip. Because that, that team's basically fucking kaput. Well, uh, Elton Brand says he wants to keep uh, Ben Simmons and Joel and B together, but I think that's fucking dumb. They need a, a point guard who can shoot. Mm-hmm. But straight. Ben Simmons isn't a point guard anymore. They put him at power forward. Oh, that's right. And they got like Shake Milton or some <laughs> some fucking body handling the ball. They need a power forward that can shoot. <laughs> they need a not Ben Simmons on their team. They, they just need to not have Ben Simmons. What what team? Send Ben Simmons to the Warriors. <laughs> Shit, man. It's like, all right, put fucking four sharpshooters around him, and then people that can just lob it up for him, and dudes. Scores 30, uh, 30 a game or something. Yeah, shit, even the Heat. Trade Ben Simmons for uh, Jimmy Butler. That's would work good on Sixers, right? <laughs> It'd be great on the Sixers. <laughs> mm. Steal their soul again. <laughs> Jimmy Butler's the real Shao Kahn. Did I say that last time? I yeah, I you did. did. You did. Peeing jokes. Um, Nick Nurse, Coach of the Year. Yeah, well deserved. Well deserved. well deserved. I honestly, you know who else? Spolstra, man. Did you know Spolstra has never won a, a coach of the year? <laughs> yeah, oh. he's got LeBron. How? He won. He was the coach in 06, right? What's or was Spolstra the... not the coach of the Heat in 06? When mm-hmm. Wade. That's a good question. Mm, I don't actually know. Now, that might be uh, Pat Riley still, right? I think you're right. Yeah. I think Spolster was like a film guy or something. Yeah, yeah, he started as a film guy. Yeah, he was assistant coach. Slash scout. Was it Pat Riley the coach then? Uh, I'm not sure. Was he the coach? I I know. He coached for the Heat. Pat Riley. He did. Um, uh, the, the only other thing I really had to talk about was the whole playoff P thing. Pandemic P. Uh, payoff P. He, uh, he was Planned getting shit on. Did you guys see what Danny Green said in in support of him? Or just not even really support, but it was just like the bubble is only as good as your sh- your game. Yeah. It, you know, like if you're struggling, that's you go, you struggle, and then you go to your room and sit on your phone and just see the whole world shit on you. <laughs> so you go back, and Danny Green was like, "I know that more than anyone, so I know but exactly what." Uh, they're Paul they're George shitting is. they're shitting on Paul George less because of his shooting and more because of. The whole fucking soap opera situation he's in on his team and the fucking matchup that he's in. Like, we're not shitting on Danny Green like this because he's not playing his fucking, uh, his ex wife's husband on, uh, fucking on the team of his ex wife's dad. No, and I think she- it was his girlfriend. I don't think they were married. Oh, yeah, his girl- girlfriend or something. Ex-wife. But, but like, Steph Curry was shitting on him the whole the first two couple three two three games, dude. And Steph Curry was like verbally calling him out. I think called him a bitch ass one time. Did he really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. yeah, he did. 
Hell yeah, good. I think, I think he, he said this is for Cali, bitch ass, or something. Uh, so, Seth was getting his ass, so it's more about that whole shit than him just sucking. Seth, so, Danny Green, uh, Danny Green sucks, but we're not talking shit like that. Seth just turned 30, so I think this is one like Steph, or when did Steph start like going cr- crazy? It was, it was like... Late, late 20s. Yeah, late yeah 20s. he was still in his 20s. 2014, I think. Right. Yeah. Well, honestly, man, Seth is really going crazy. He has he's the leading three point shooter, and like, how many games have you guys like checked in and be like, oh, Seth is six for six from three point? Like, what? Like this? He's like he gets in those uh, zones where he's just automatic. It doesn't matter if the defense is draped on him; he can just fucking shoot. Mm-hmm. And he might not be the total package like his older brother, but man, he can hoop. He's dangerous, and you put Luca with him. Like, I, you, I really, hey, who do you, I really who do you had things. A... Bomber, uh, it's Callie Curry or Steph, Steph's wife. Steph's, oh, Steph's wife, yeah. Steph's wife I, or Steph's wife? Aisha Curry is. Aisha, yeah, Aisha, Aisha or Callie. Callie's fine too. Like, don't get me wrong; they're both beautiful, but Aisha is just. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Tell me why Aisha looks like a female Steph Curry though. <laughs> and why and why they does do. that make it better? Yeah, they do. They do look like they were they're pretty much brother and sister. But that just means their their kids are probably gonna be just didn't beautiful it, people. They are. Uh didn't didn't they like grow up together? Weren't they like I uh, don't know. I think I they know. like grew up in like the same church or something and that's I don't know, it don't matter, but I know I know Callie and Seth knew each other. Like a long time ago, because because uh, Austin and Seth were really good friends. Mm. That's how I think that's how they met. That's cool. <laughs> Who else is fucking <laughs> uh, the Kardashians and every nigga in the NBA? Uh, new new segment. <laughs> new segment. New, Who he fucking? Seg- new segment. Uh, Who which, <laughs> which which nigga Chloe fucking this week? Ah <laughs> oh, man. Me and Abe can't say that title. Oh, yeah. Sorry. What Kardashian is fucking an NBA player this week? Who came in, Kim? <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> is that the title of this episode or what? There it is. Play the music. All right. This has been another wonderful episode of Loose. Or, uh, I almost said Lucy attached <laughs> of nephews only. Uh, trying um, to plug your other shows? Yeah, you know, I got you. Um, I don't know what the music is going to be, but it's probably made by somebody on the Sample Syrup team. Go check out our stuff. Our releases there. Go check out uh, Loosely Attached. Go check out Fonzo's P H N Z O. PHNZO's music. Go check out DMM's music. Uh, and don't check out Abe anywhere because he's not having his social nope. media or anything like that. Stay away so. from me. <laughs> yeah, Love you guys. Just, just hit up Abe in Riverside if you're around. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, what's up to him? <laughs> and Black Lives Matter and Black Lives Will Always yeah. Matter. Black Register to matter. vote. Register to vote. Fuck Trump. Uh, not even register to vote. Vote. A, a Trump out of office. Don't even be vague about that shit. Just let's get vote and vote Trump out of office. Yeah, man. Whatever that consists he, of. I feel like to begin with. 
it's hard yes. but man we got we gotta ignore where the commotion is i feel like all the commotions are distractions from the election and like bigger like shit you know you know what i mean i, I don't mean like oh ignore the, the protests i mean just like talking heads and like all this fake discussion we're like oh well let's hear the other and it's like no they're racist they no we don't need to hear their side of the story because it's trash like mm -hmm. there doesn't need to be a discussion mm -hmm. let's let's push forward for the next generation and be proud of what we've fucking done and the nba man i back it forever all right, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for joining us. All right, peace.